Welcome to the Thought Studio, an intellectual space where we dig deep into our curiosities about society. In this podcast, the scope of our explorations is limitless, from domestic to public spheres, from cells to galaxies, crossing the border between physical and metaphysical realms. So join us as we ask big questions and offer unique perspectives in the hopes of offering clarity and insight. In this episode, Roxana discusses the influence that social media currently has on humanity. Is it good, bad, or both? With the current rise and impact of social media in our lives, we can only ponder its effect, whether it is good or bad, and what this means in terms of history. What in the world does it not have? You can share your creation, communicate with others, and listen to shitty podcasts. Upon its creation, we expected them to be friendly, welcoming platforms meant to connect us, but have they driven us further apart? So we're all familiar with depression as a disorder. In quick terms, its symptoms usually involve sad, empty feelings, seeing oneself as worthless, and the loss of interest in various hobbies. Typically, they involve an imbalance of chemicals in the brain, namely a shortage of serotonin. How does this relate to social media? Perhaps it could be a coincidence that our generation, the one that uses social media the most, is also the most depressed. With roughly 8.5 of the population aged 12 to 19 having experienced some sort of major depressive episode, studies agree that there is definitely a correlation, with depression symptom rates in 12th graders increasing by 33% between 2010 and 2015. Those who interact with others offline as much as they do online typically do not experience this increase in depression rates. There is yet to be a definitive conclusion in terms of the exact cause, but some hypotheses include a lack of face-to-face communication. As many people are spending much of their time online, this eats up a lot of hours for in-person relationships. Communication through digital means often result in shallower connections, which leads to loneliness and then possibly depression. An easier way for people to compare and judge themselves, with likes and comments being a number on a screen, is entirely possible that a lower count could lead to depression due the, to the human nature of desiring affection and attention. Someone who is less quote-unquote popular in the media may see themselves as worthless, unloved, or inferior. Some sort of quote-unquote lifestyle envy. Similar to the previous point, those who post about the glamorous and lavish lives on social media, even if it's all smoke and mirrors, could cause theorists to find their own lives common and miserable. FOMO. Certain trends to gain popularity may cause people to feel inauthentic to themselves in fear of missing out. You've likely been told about your parents that social media is harmful towards your mental health and education, but what makes it so hard to put down? There's a scientific explanation for this quote-unquote social media addiction. Every time you get a like or comment, or whatever is similar to the platform you use, you get a little dopamine rush. For those unfamiliar, dopamine is basically the brain's reward hormone designed to feel pleasurable and addictive. Even if scrolling through Instagram feeds does you more harm than good, your brain associates opening the app with said dopamine rush. We're made to feel joy during social interactions, and that's exactly why your brain thinks social media use is an inherently good thing that should be encouraged. I like to just add as a note while writing the script, I notice myself opening and checking my phone very often, so you aren't alone at all. This brings me to another hypothesis. What if using social media by itself could cause depression? Take out the fear of missing out, take out the likes and comments, it's just a digital tool meant to simulate social interaction. Could just being on the apps themselves be harmful? 
Think about the time you spend each day on your phone, upvoting posts, watching videos, or finding people to follow. How much do you really accomplish? For most students, the answer is probably not a lot. Time which could have been spent completing homework, pursuing a hobby, or taking responsibility otherwise. The little bursts of joy once one gets from using social media don't last. They aren't supposed to last anyways. And the amount of time could be the seed of feelings like guilt, frustration, or worthlessness. In contrast, completing something more productive, like volunteering at a place you like, finishing a project, or reading a book, produces a far more la lasting sort of satisfaction, or at least it doesn't lead you to question what the hell you are doing with your life. Of course, how much this actually affects a person in terms of depression is anyone's guess, really. I'm just exploring here. To conclude, I will have to state that, uh, yes, there are certainly benefits to the use of social media and the internet as a whole. I don't think I need to reiterate them, and I'm no different in that I am probably on Reddit way more than I should be. Though I'd like to invite you to consider many things. Is your energy really best used trying to get stats on a post? How do you think the ever-increasing use of social media would shape how society works, talks, and thinks? How could you avoid the problems that could arise from this future? We're living in such an interesting time period right now. Life only gets easier and easier, but we haven't feeling any happier, have we? No?